Hi, my name is Farron, and you're listening to Hungry for Apples podcast. Please follow me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N, and check out my website, Farron.me. Grab an apple, enjoy the show. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Welcome back to Hungry for Apples with your host, Farron. Today, I want to talk a little bit about vibrational quickening, which is the period of time that we're in right now. I'm pretty sure I've spoken about it at least a little bit on this podcast at one time or another. But now I have a much more complete sense of what's going on. And it doesn't seem to feel the same as what I was saying before, although it basically is, irregardless. The, um, the thing that I'm getting at here is that we're in a period of time where there are a lot of changes happening. Most people will notice that on society's level, a lot of people um, will be connected to the indigenous issues. Overall, though, the entire planet is going through a lot of changes in a very short amount of time. And while the planet goes through these shifts, it's going to continue to be present in our lives. It really doesn't matter where you look. It is permeating everything. And that's because it's vibrational. Vibrations do not discriminate. There's no way for that to really happen. So one thing that this is connected to is the idea of ascension. Many people use that term as a reference to what is happening with the planet, that the planet is going through an ascension process. However, there is another group of people that is that jumps on that terminology and kind of creates this assumption that that has something to do with Christianity or the Kabbalah or something like that. Now, granted, those things do present themselves in those two things and many others, but that's not what we're talking about here. So just keep that in mind, okay? The What the planet's actually going through scientifically is the area that I cannot speak on 100% as of now. What I do have a sense of is how to work with the shifting and how to, in a sense, ground that into the body. Now, for some people, that's going to look like something spiritual. And for most people, that's going to look like getting their shit together in their life, being able to go to work, being able to be emotionally present, all of that kind of stuff. This is because we're all here at the same time period, the same time frame, 
but we're not all really consciously the same. We all have the same capacities, but the reasoning we're all having so many differences is because we're supposed to bring the teaching of our differences to the table, to the collective. Not, this is different, how dare you call me different, more what I've learned from the fact that I'm different in this way and I can benefit from it and this is what I would like to share with the collective. This is my contribution to the collective. For some people, it's going to be just existing, spreading their love, doing their thing, right? For some people, it's going to be a teaching perspective. For some people, it's a living perspective, you know, how to get going in your life, how to shift, how to do all of that. We're all here to serve some kind of a purpose around that topic. How to move forward when things are changing at a constant rate. The thing that's very interesting about that is sure change is constant. This is the way it is. Expansion, contraction, every, every step of the way. But this time of quickening is not going to last forever. It's not even going to last the rest of our lifetime. That's what's so interesting about this to me. I have this idea that the sooner everyone starts working that out, the closer we will come to maximum density as a collective. But this isn't meant to create a focal point as for a perception of time, but it is to allow for thoughts to pulsate and percolate around taking advantage of the shifts that are happening, the acceleration. The way quickening hits the body is meant to be inspirational, inspiring. It's inspiring on the cellular level, the smallest, minute, the littlest thing you can think of. That pulsation is meant to be inspired. The quickening or acceleration physically has the potential to vivify every single part of your existence. The trick being not getting too caught up in the details. The emotional capability to decipher and allocate meaning isn't the power that will assist you at this time. Sure, 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 work through trauma. Yes, nope, that's not what I mean. You have to do that. That is a big part of what's going on, right? It's a huge part of what's going on. But on the grand scale, it's how you approach it and whether you break the pattern or not. And here's the trick, truly and honestly, that is the hard part. Having to be 
brutally honest with yourself because nobody else is really going to do it. And even if you're lucky enough to find somebody that will do that, the chances are pretty high that their view isn't exactly the same as yours. I mean, how could it be there, not you? They can point you in the direction. They can say things that are inspiring. They can help you shift and change and, and all of that. But ultimately, the work is going to fall on you. And this is what I think people shrink away from because what does that even mean, the work? People talk about shadow work. I've talked about that before. And the work is the emotional stuff, right? They used to say that baggage. I don't think it's baggage. That to me implies that you can just drop it off somewhere and forget to pick it up. That's not the way this is going to work. So it's not easy to be brutally honest with yourself, but ultimately that is what you're looking for. For many people in the heart-centered world, the heart-centered consciousness world, they start to admit that they're their own best friend. That is what I'm getting at. You have to be there for yourself, first and foremost. I know that's hard. You have kids, there's a job, there's all of that. I get it. But you have to be able to function at your highest capability within that in order to move beyond it. That's another way to look at it. Ultimately, this time frame that's in play, it is part of everyone's existence. Some folks are still hammering away with these old tools that are becoming less and less effective. Without even realizing it, they are paying into the same account that just might be disguised as patriarchal. I'm pretty sure I was doing that for a while. I know some people personally that are doing that and they're realizing it. It's not that anything from what we would call the old paradigm is wrong or bad or anything like that. In terms of spirituality, specifically consciousness. But there comes a time when we have to develop upon what we've been given. And you know, it's not like um, some human decides that it's time to make that shift. That would be very egoic. But this is being provided by the planet, in a sense, the vibrational acceleration that the planet is going through affects us greatly. It is giving us this opportunity to work through all of our emotional charges. The shifting in the vibration, high to low, high to low, has an effect on us. That's the vivification that I was talking about. It, it's meant to bring up all of that stuff that we've pressed down, that we've pushed aside, that we've hid. It's supposed to do that. I understand that people are fighting with that part. It, I understand. You feel as though that you've already worked it out. The thing is, is that if it comes up and you have a very severe emotional charge to the fact that it comes up, 
then you absolutely did not work it out all the way. If you did, the emotions would coalesce. As soon as it came up, if you let it be, feel it on your skin, it transmutes, as they say. Integration. And now I really love the term coalesce. It doesn't go away. You alchemize it into something new that your system can actually benefit from. The trick is doing the work. The trick is feeling it out. In order for it to honestly coalesce with your system, you have to feel it out without judging it. That is something that is really hard to do because we have compartmentalized all of these things and we've created this filing system where one emotional event connects to another emotional event simply because we've decided it feels the same and we put that in our head. Those things have absolutely nothing to do with each other. So if it comes to a point where you can't differentiate the details, you're on the right track. Especially if you're working on ascension. If you're working with vibrational acceleration in this way, and you're working on emotional coalescence, then that's the way it looks. Yes, every time we go through a portal, what's a portal? Okay, a time frame that seems very amplified in some way, way up or way down. For example, 1111, super portal. Why? Because everyone loves 1111 and everyone's paying attention to it. So that day and 1212, which is tomorrow, becomes extremely amplified. Why? Because it overlaps with an already existing amplification in play. And then the entire collective starts to pay attention to it because they're angel numbers and stuff like that. This is amplification. You can easily do that for yourself. You sit there and you focus on something. Are you focusing on something that makes you feel like shit? Or are you focusing on something that makes you feel great? The one that makes you feel great, you want to learn to focus on that one. Most of us have been trained to focus on the opposite. Why? Because we think we can fix it. Well, we're not. Especially if you're in this zone where vibrational acceleration is something that you're paying attention to. Sure, everyone has, has access to every type of spiritual thing in their system, in their body, and now on the internet. Is every spiritual thing meant for you to work with? No. Is it still right there for you to see? Yes. This is why discernment is becoming such a hot topic. Discernment and manifestation. Why are people's manifestations not working? Because they're trying too hard. There's very little discernment. It's all about what they think they want, they need. Those are the kind of things that will not come through 
in a vibrational quickening like we're in now. It defeats the purpose of working through your emotions if you go about it that way. Ultimately, the way is through. It always has been. But now, in this current timeline, we are being gifted. It's an insane gift, this current timeline. It's this major opportunity. It's this opportunity to create a completely new experience by experimentation with a sound source. And what is that sound source? Our hearts. We're given the opportunity to reconfigure. And this opportunity, because of the acceleration, will take vastly less time, less human time to reconfigure. The trick is not getting caught up in what we are perceiving as time. Or there's many tricks, that's just one of them. I love to say the trick is, have you noticed? <laughs> so these things work as long as you are true, right? That whole thing about being brutally honest with yourself, that is really important. There has to be a deep understanding of your human body and experience. How to coalesce all of these hidden emotional charges into an array of light, love, and sound contribution to the collective. Sound contribution. And the contribution isn't necessarily sound, as in healing sounds, but that it is so resonant from you that you, it's almost as if when you do it, you, you feel so wonderful that you have your own sound, like everyone has their own scent. The way to do all of this isn't new. It's that it's more clear. The timing is very swift and the pathway, although unique to the individual, is packed down firm from past generations. Our ancestry is there holding a torch. They're holding a torch, but you know, most people think that we cannot see it. And this is because we're looking outside of ourselves. This torch is your heart. This heart of yours has been there all along. But via conditioning, habits, fear, patriarchy, and false identity, we have separated ourselves from our very essence from what we actually are. A veil, a shroud, a brick wall, all are making. As we already know, but see, there may be many walls, there may be many shrouds, and it is tempting to stop within one. That one is very personal for me. 
It, I really had that. I really had that. What will eventually be realized is that if you do stop in between, that space is finite. The one in between, it's finite, it's small. It's not a sustainable place to be. It takes an out loud admittance to the self to reorder the compromises made in unknown times. Usually that's what ends up catching people in between. Compromises they don't understand have been made. Feminine, masculine, gender, gender all of that. There, there are a lot of hidden programmings and habits that will come up once you once you really get into the coalescence it's they start peppering in and then it's like a waterfall and then everything shifts and changes creating a nourished heart being with an understanding of day-to-day -day declaration to your existence how to maintain a belief in safety and reaffirm our heart journey and radiate confidence, grace, and love. So that's what we're looking for. Not a time to be complete. We're looking to create a passage of time, our life, where we are a nourished heart being with a deep understanding of daily declaration to our existence, how we maintain a belief in our personal safety. This is extremely important. And to reaffirm our heart's journey and radiate confidence, grace, and love. This as a goal has not much to do with anything you you do as far as people in the US like to classify as I am a lawyer, I am a doctor, that kind of stuff. It's none of that I am stuff. This is your heart's journey, your soul's journey. What you do in your life around that can shift and change. Your human life doesn't have to be defined by your spiritual life. Many people I encounter think that once you go through an awakening period that your entire life then switches and that you have a spiritual job and you know you get paid to read tarot and you get you get paid to do you know energy readings and sound healings and teach yoga and all of that. That is not a, the, the goal. I mean, sure, that's what I do, and that's what a lot of my friends do, but that isn't the goal. If everyone did that, then who's going to do the regular stuff? Not that this isn't regular. It is pretty regular at this point, but I'm just saying. It's more sustainable to apply these things to regular everyday life than to, than to try and flip the coin and be completely immersed and change everything in your life so that it's completely defined by this. 
ultimately they they braid together naturally but that takes some work and it's more sustainable to figure yourself out from the inside get a healthy body make sure you can breathe make sure you have food all of that and then grow from there right now you have the chance to create this contract with yourself. The question is, are you ready for the challenge? Are you ready to stand up and say yes to your heart and your soul, even though that might agitate every single person around you? Are you up for the challenge? Because there are some of us out here that want more people to join in. I would be one of them. It would be really great. Please let me know if you have any questions, if you have any comments, if you have any input about vibrational quickening, about emotional coalescence, about ascension, or anything else that has to do with your well-being, spirituality, and just living a more exciting, loving life please email me. My name is Farron. You should probably already know that. <laughs> the email is hungryforapplespodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Happy holidays. Bye now. All right, that's our show for this week. Thanks for listening all the way through. If you enjoyed the podcast, please consider a small donation over at patreon.com backslash Farron. And feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N. Or if you have any questions, check out my website, Farron.me. You can contact me there. You can see my class schedule and upcoming events. Again, you've been listening to Hungry for Apples with your host, Farron. I'm just feeling it out. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye.